views expressed in this program are those of the participants. I'm Daniel Metz. I'm Robert Vaughn. And this is The Daniel Metz Show. Quote, hope you guys have enjoyed this video, and if you did, please feel free to like, share, comment, and subscribe. All that fun stuff. That is how the amazing Lucas ends most of his videos. We've all heard versions of this appeal from various content providers on YouTube and other such sites, but mega corporate copyright holders don't seem to be much of a sharing mood. This has gone beyond the political. In fact, I know because my husband, who is not even remotely interested in politics, actually broached the topic with me. The Qatar tutorials to which he subscribes have been under heavy fire lately with even the slightest um, infraction of copyright leading to whole videos being claimed and even blocked. Between the European Union's passing of the EU Copyright Directive, which effectively weaponizes copyright, and the latest surge of copyright claims and strikes on YouTube, it seems that the concept of fair use has become fairly useless. So Robert, I know you've done past episodes of Just Right in addressing the copyright issue. Has the current trend done anything to change your mind on the matter? No, not really. I still believe in copyright laws. I think they're essential. I think that the European Article 13 is over the top. And, and 11. <laughs> and it, it, I don't even think it's designed to protect copyright. I think it's designed yep. to censor content exactly. and for government to be able to be intrusive on the internet. But that's a side issue. Just the general issue of copyright alone. Of course people are entitled to, to get the reward for their work. As a matter of fact, I've put up videos myself. I've had to go and, and track down other people who would just put up the same video on their monetized channel. Just Straits channel is not monetized yet, but we can. Maybe one of these days. But So I take a video and I put it up on Just Right's movie, uh, channel and I want the likes and I want the views and I want the subscribers. But lo and behold, I turn around and somebody else has put it up on their monetized channel and they're getting the likes and the views and the money. And um, I just feel ticked off at that and I give them a copyright strike and they, t and they, of course, YouTube immediately takes it down, which is another issue. They cry and complain and I'm going, look, dude, you didn't ask permission. You put it up on a monetized channel and you didn't. And sometimes they don't even put up the copyright splash screen that I have at the end. They take mm. that down. So, I mean, no. <laughs> so, yeah, well, yeah copyright's fine. Well, copyright's fine, but the way they're using it now is it's, I think it's very short-sighted because a lot of the, like, the music channels that um, my husband subscribes to, I take a look, like Rick Beato and uh, Paul Davids and stuff like that. They're talking about the fact that they can't even play a lick of a song because it's they get copyright claimed. And what happens is for that two-second bit of that video, all of the money that, that that video got goes to whoever put the claim in. And there's no accountability. You can't track down who these people specifically are. You don't even know if it's the actual group itself or if it's a conglomerate or somebody who's hired to track down all these copyright infringements. And they said, and it become, it's under fair use because they're using it to teach. So it doesn't even fall under copyright law. I have an issue with that too, and I know what you're talking about. We just put an episode of Just Right. Now, mind you, it's a static image because it's a radio show. I put it up on YouTube, and immediately I get the um, algorithm telling me that there's copyrighted material on here. Fine, I look at the instructions, and it says, this particular time segment is copyrighted by this person. So you can actually track who owns it. And it's usually, as you say, a, um, a holding company. Yeah, for the that's what I mean. You can't go, go specifically to the, the group. Yeah, but so then they give you the option. 
get rid of the clip, in which case they just put silence over it, which is useless. Yep. Or um, you can keep it up. There's no strike against you. You can keep it up, but your chant, your entire video now can be monetized by that owner. Not just yep. that little segment, but the owner. In this particular case, I think it was a Russell Peters comedy clip. Right? <laughs> and okay, fine, sue us. We put up Russell Peters, right? Um, it's not really fair use if you think about it because we're not talking about the clip. It it embellishes the whole show because we're talking about that topic that Russell Peters is talking about, the comedian. Uh, but we're not talking about his clip. We probably cut it up, right? It may be a little longer than usual, one or two or even three minutes. So the thing is what I have the problem with is that YouTube immediately... Um, has set up an algorithm to target these things without investigating whether or not it is fair use, whether or not it does violate copyright. And that I have a problem with because now a copyright holder is going to make money off of my video. For that even, period of time when it's the most hot. Even, yeah, even though he may not have uh, the actual right to do that. So I think... Now, how do you do that? How do you work around that, though? I mean, YouTube has millions of videos every split second being uploaded. It has to be done by computers. And the onus then, uh, they put on us, the content providers, to yeah. prove that it's fair use. The defendant has to prove it's fair use as opposed to the person who's claiming the copyright. Maybe that's and the only way to do it. And when you said it came to that, when that, that Russell Peters thing, um, as uh, part of the statute of the fair use of copyrighted work includes the amount of substantiality of the portion used in relation to the copyrighted work as a whole. So even if you took a few minutes from a huge body, that would still fall under fair use. It, no, it, it could, but there's a number of elements That's to it. That's according no. to the yeah, no, I read, United States Title 17. Yeah, I read, um, I read that. As a matter of fact, it's not just simply amount. It's also uh, whether or not you're you're criticizing it, lampooning it, parodying it, uh, altering it in a substantial way. Yep. And uh, again, the length, right? But it's not just simply the one thing um, necessarily. Like we did a show, Daniel Met Show. I think the first one we did and my dog was uh, barking. So I, <laughs> one of the few, yeah. Right. So I took, just for a bit of a lark, I took a picture of the dog, put it up there for the break, and then I put in a little clip from SpongeBob SquarePants where the guy goes, one moment later. Right? What's that? <laughs> Three seconds. I'm going, my God, yeah. if they give me a copyright uh, notice on this, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, length, editorial content, whether or not you change it. So the onus is on us because I don't know that YouTube could do it any other way. Can they? No, should it not be on the, the onus of the person who's claiming the copyright? You would think so. And I think if before the internet, that may have been the case. You know, you would go to a lawyer and say, look, this guy is selling my book with his name on it type of thing, you know, just to be a oh, The whole Mark Twain example. thing going to move to Canada back in the uh, 1800s in order to claim copyright on his own publications. Oh, I'm not familiar with that case. But yeah, the, the, the point being, of course, now that we have this digital age where everything and is very instantaneous, like you said, yes. a video, when you put it up, is hot for a day, maybe two. That's when you get all the money. That's when you get the subscribers mm -hmm. and the likes and the views. And so it's a little late, I think, for somebody to claim copyright because they've already infringed on your copyright. Let's say I put up a Russell Peters, the whole stand-up routine for an hour right? And I get the views and all of that and the money. 
And then Russell Peters goes to his lawyer. They send a letter to me, blah, blah, blah. And I send it to YouTube. Okay, take it down, that kind of thing. And months or years have passed and it's too late. So they have to yeah, have Yeah, but then you're looking, at, uh, you're looking at it in the other direction where if you want to, so you did something that you think was actually correct and then you, it's on, the onus is on you now to go to them and say, listen, it's, uh, and then it's, it's, and I think really what they, it comes down to is most of these people who are filing copyrights are big corporations that this is just a lark for them. That's fun. We're small content providers. We're easy to take down because we don't have the big paid lawyers. And what they don't seem to understand is they're doing themselves a disservice because, for example, uh, using the guitar um, tutorials that my husband subscribes to, nobody's going to hear of these bands. Like the Eagles apparently is notoriously... Uh, sort of Litigious. Thank you. And they think that that's going to... People 20, 30 years from now are going to remember them? No, the only way they're going to be remembered is by the word being spread by people who love them now, passing it on to the next generation. That may so be the case. They're actually shooting themselves in the foot by doing this. It's ridiculous. You, you have a great argument and actually agree with it. However, that's no excuse. Uh, the choice is up to them. They, if they want to shoot themselves in the foot and say, look, we put up our albums, we only want it out on vinyl, and we only want it sold in these stores, it's their right, it's their product. That's why they call it a copy right. <laughs> That's true, but it still comes under the fair use statute, which they're not abiding by. No, I mean, I, mean, I thought you were talking about things like Napster or sharing stuff online. And oh, yeah, Metallica, Metallica learned their lesson from the whole Napster thing. Yeah, Apparently, so did Napster. they're one of the few... Yeah, so did Napster. <laughs> Um, and it's funny because Tool, who is one of my favorite groups, uh, Rick Beato, who does these videos called um, What Makes a Song Great, and he breaks it down, and he shows why it licks and what rhythm and stuff like that, and he did Tool, and Tool did the right thing. You know what Tool did? Tool promoted his video on their own website, and any subsequent videos that he did on their songs, going, hey, look, now you can learn how to play our songs. We like that. Or What Makes a Song Great? I mean, what better advertisement could you have for a group? So I'm not sure what these people are thinking. To I, I totally agree with you on that respect. However, when it comes to uh, when it comes down to it, it's their right to say no, or it's their right, like Tool, to say go for it. I mean, just think of, um, I think if you go back to IBM, they had the patents on the personal computer, basically, all of the components, and it was Microsoft who um, just did the software for the disk operating mm. system. But then... We wouldn't have the laptops and the computers, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't have taken off the way it did if IBM didn't release a lot of those patents and allow people to put together their own computers without an IBM logo on it. If so you, you look at the, the, the whole Sony debacle with the uh, VHS versus beta. <laughs> oh, that's another issue, but yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> but Sony again, won. again, the patent, they held on to their patent, though, and that's what they got. Oh, VHS they got drummed out of the VHS market, but then they learned their lesson, and then when they got in the, the rest of the technological market, they figured, okay, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. Go figure. There's something that's a little self-strangling to do with holding on to those patents and copyrights, I think. But the EU directive, that's concerning. Yeah. Because that's not um, dealing with fair use. That is completely obliterating fair use. That is, there's the link tax, which is Article 11, and then the... Article 13 is the database filter, which requires all social networks to filter every bit of content uploaded to make sure it's not copyrighted. That is going to strangle the internet. Yes, it will. And I think that's the intention. The um, communists over in the European German hege hegemony, mm. I wouldn't call it the European Union anymore. It's a German hegemony. Yeah. That's what it is. Let's face it. 
Hitler won. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> go figure. Well, it's run by uh, an East German communist. Angela Merkel Who's letting is an East in German communist. And you hate Jews. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, congratulations, so, bravo. Yeah, yeah, well done. So anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, German hegemony <laughs> and uh, Angela Merkel. No, what they want to do is to strangle, that is their intent, to strangle the internet, to control it. And this is the guise that they're doing it under. Yeah. Copyrights, monetize. We're just protecting copyright holders. That's all we're doing. No, there, you can't. There's no memes are going to be allowed. If there's anything that's an image, um, six hacks and hammer six 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 pointed out that. Uh, well, you have a picture in your background. I have a blank background. He's got stuff in the background. People could copyright claim images in the background of a video that has nothing to do with it. That is the extent that this law go, these directives go to. It's disgusting. Yeah. Well, just go back to the example of me putting up a video on Just Right's channel. I. Some of the videos that I've put up there, people have taken and run with them. And because mm. of the nature of the video, I'm saying, oh, go for it. I just want to get that message out there. Yeah. Right? Um, but others have put up videos that I wanted to covet myself because I put a lot of work in them. And I wanted mm. to get that first two weeks of benefit from it. But it was up to me, as a little guy, to go out to YouTube and say, I want this one uh, put on a hold because, look, I put it up first. It's mine. And you put the link to it and you tell YouTube, look, see, I can prove that this is mine. And I'm saying, I don't want anybody else to put it up there. Immediately it's down. I mean, immediately, right? Mm. So that part of that control is still mine as a content provider, right? a, a content creator. And that's the way it should be, I think. Uh, it, it's unfortunate sometimes that stuff is taken down when it shouldn't be. But hey, it's a messy world <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Well, it's just, it's a very interesting um, issue, the whole concept of copyright, because it's intellectual property, which is a very messy term, because it's not physical property, you can't really hand it off to somebody else. It's like if you look at the copyright of a book, it says you can't lend it. So every library in the world is in contra contravening that law. Uh, unless they and got written permission. Unless they got written permission. Maybe they Do you think they that, went yeah. and got, yes, for every single book in existence, they went actually, and got written permission. Actually, no, because um, <laughs> you and I worked in a business, the video business, and um, yep. I supplied libraries. And they didn't ask, for, I mean, they would order videos by the thousands, and they didn't ask yep. permission. You know, Maybe they yeah. did by the, I don't know, maybe the studios. I don't know. Uh, it wasn't my concern. <laughs> but again, I think that falls under the, maybe there's a fair use um, educational value that they could say that that falls under um again that's the the fair use clause is very interesting because again it's not specific and i don't know there's workarounds to a lot of the stuff in there but um yeah i i'm all for people liking and sharing and subscribing this video all the way <laughs> i'm not gonna hold the contract or any copyright audit whatsoever i want the message to get out there so take care behave yourself and share this video as often as possible talk to you soon cheers If you've enjoyed this presentation, visit justrightmedia.org for more programming that's not right-wing, it's just right.